Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. Rejection, not chosen. Eliab's angry because he was not chosen. And not only is he feeling rejection, he's feeling jealousy because David got what he thought belonged to him. Jealousy always forces us to compare and compete with one another. And whenever we compare and compete with each other, it steals our joy and it silences us from celebrating one another. Rejection causes us to be angry. Uh, Jealousy is a root of anger. Unfulfilled expectations is a third source of anger. I expected you would do this, but when you didn't, I became angry with you. And you know what I found? Is that a lot of people's anger, and I've been doing this for 32 years, pastoring and, and dealing with people and ministering to people, and what I've found out oftentimes is that people are no, not so much angry with other people, but angry with God. A lot of people's anger is not even, oh, it gets boiled out onto other people, but it's really angry with God. I'm angry because the situation didn't turn out how I wanted, and God didn't do what I wanted, and when I wanted him to do it and how I wanted him to do it. And I feel like it's just unfair. It's just unfair. And God has been unfair to me. And my child shouldn't have died or my grandchild shouldn't have died or, or my spouse shouldn't have left me. And we can blame God for a lot of things that happen in our life. And I find that, that much of our anger is not even with people. Much of it is, but yet much of it is with God. Because He didn't fulfill our expectations. (laughs) Being belittled is a source of anger. And and you know what, Eliab did this in front of everybody. He said, David, I know you're conceited and your heart is wicked and everybody heard it. Anybody ever talk smack about you to other people or other people heard them say, ever been out with somebody and somebody's anger boiled over and they started calling you names, and, and you're like, shh, because everybody could hear. And Eliab was talking loud enough. Everybody could hear him say to David, you're conceited, and your heart is wicked, and, you, and you're not even a good shepherd, because you only got a few sheep. Being belittled. Remembering what people said to you. I wish you were never born. You're a loser. You're a failure. You're never going to amount to anything. I don't even know why you're here. I don't know why I should have never married you or things that have been said to us. We've been made to feel small. Don't say amen and don't raise your hand. But I wonder how many people in the room have been made to feel small by other people. You know, one one of my goals in life is to be an encourager. Because there's a lot of people that get talked down to. It happens in marriages. It happens in families. Kids are told uh, terrible things that make them feel small. I I, want to be the kind of person that, that when I walk out of a room, people feel taller, not smaller. Being belittled is a source of anger. And some people here are still there's a recording, tape recording going on in your head over and over about what somebody said to you. And they belittled you and it made you feel angry. Past hurts. Often our anger is over past hurts. And Eliab, he feels rejected. He's jealous. He belittles David in front of everybody. He's hurt. 
because he didn't get what he thought was coming to him. I don't want to simplify your journey as to why you may be angry. There are many reasons why people live angry. Some people might say, I'm angry because my spouse left me. I'm angry because the person I trusted the most abandoned me. I'm angry because someone I loved abused me. I'm angry at the things that have been said to me. I'm angry because of the things that were never said to me. I'm angry at the church because they hurt me and my family. I'm angry at myself because of some of the choices I made. Or you might say I'm angry at God because I don't like the way things turned out. But I want you to know today, everybody in this room, because of the power of the gospel, we can live a life that's free from the giant of anger. Can you say amen out loud? I said not because of counseling, not because of therapy, not because of a prescription, but because of the power of the gospel. The power of Christ. We can live a life that is free from the giant of anger. And you do not, I promise you, you do not have to live your life another day at 210 degrees. The power of Christ can lower your temperature and you can live with peace. The peace of God. Amen. Amen. You know what? It's the truth that sets us free. And I'm just going to share just three simple truths today that will take the giant of anger down in our lives. Number one, God, remember this when you're angry. God was angry with us. Did you know that? Uh, Look at Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1. Here's what it says. In that day you will say, I praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. (laughs) We talk about being rejected. Before you were ever angry, God was angry with you and he was angry with me. Why? Because we didn't pick God. I know you're angry because they didn't pick you in gym class, but neither did you or I pick God. Can I just preach this to you today? We didn't start out picking God. We, start, we picked money. We picked business. We picked promotion. We picked sex. We picked self. We cho- chose our own sin and our own selfish ways. We <laughs> Can I just remind you that you haven't always been the cute you dressed up looking pretty like you are in church today? Jesus didn't die for the beautiful you that sits in church today. He died for the you that cries at night and that feels pain. And he died for the you that have committed what you think are unpardonable sins. I want you to know that, that we have... We have rejected God and we chose our own way and that made God angry. Uh, But I'm thankful today that his anger has been turned away. Hallelujah. Sin. God is angry at sin. And I know you don't want to hear this because preachers just like to talk about grace and mercy and the love of God. But did you know that, that God is a God of judgment and wrath as well? And the only way the anger of God is turned away from you or me and our sin is because of the blood of Christ and our faith in the finished work of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. And do you know that if you are in Christ, the anger of God is turned away? If you are outside of Christ, we stand exposed like naked and afraid. You watch Naked and Afraid? Did you hear how many people said yes? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, 
Like, I told Luann I wanted to be on that show. No. <laughs> she said, I don't think the members would like that. No, not really. <laughs> Can you see when they get all undressed and they're just totally exposed? Just naked. And uh, what an uncomfortable place to be and to meet a stranger. But without Christ, we stand totally exposed. And all of our sin and all of our thoughts and all of our evil and all of our selfishness and all of our wicked ways, we stand exposed. And one day, and one day, there will be a judgment day. And there's only going to be two lines, either those that are in Christ and those who are out of Christ. And God said in the last days, he's going to open the book. I want you to hear the preacher today. And, and he says, he'll look for your name. And whoever's name is not found in the book of life will be cast into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. But whoever's name is in the book is gonna enter into eternal life. And you know what? I'm glad my name's in the book. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not, listen everybody, I'm not, my name is not in the book because I preach the gospel. I'm an ordained minister or I always have my act together and I'm some perfect guy. No, my name's in the book because his anger has been turned away because of the blood of his cross and I've put my faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. God was angry with us. And he's angry at sin because he's a holy and a righteous God. But his anger was turned away. How has his anger been turned away? God has made peace with us through the blood of his cross. Colossians 1.20 says this. And through him, through Christ, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Everybody, that's why we celebrate the cross. It's why we preach about the cross. It's why we sing about the cross. Because it's the cross of Christ that brought us peace with God. It's the blood of Jesus that turned the anger of God away from you and me. And it brings us peace and healing in our lives. If you're thankful for that, say amen out loud. Beloved, listen. When Jesus was on the cross, he was dying a substitutionary death. People think transformation is the greatest theme of the Bible. It's not. The greatest theme of the Bible is substitution. Substitution. Jesus was my substitute. And when Jesus died, listen everybody, it was God's anger and God's wrath and God's justice that was poured out on Christ because I deserved it and so did you. But Jesus on the cross was my substitute and because God poured his anger and wrath on Jesus, when Jesus rose out of that grave, the anger of God has been turned away from me because it was placed on Christ and he took my place. That ought to make you shout out loud. For all those who place their faith in Jesus, God's anger is turned away and we have peace with God and we are forgiven and the day of wrath is not coming for us. Thank God. Every, if you're a believer in this house, a follower of Jesus, you put your faith in Christ, I want you to shout amen out loud. Amen. How many of you who just shouted amen are not always perfect? And you know what the devil will do when you're not? If you let a curse go, no excuse, no, we should not sin just because of grace. 
The devil will lie to you and you think a lustful thought. The devil will lie to you. God is angry at you. No! It's a lie. His anger has been turned away. Oh, he was angry with me when I stood exposed and all of my sin was exposed. But when I put my faith in Jesus and his finished work on the cross, the anger of God was turned away. And not only is his anger turned away, he melts yours away. Not only is his anger turned away, the blood of Jesus has the power to heal your angry spirit and to bring peace into your life. And fathers, there's no better gift you can give your wife or your children than to set an example of being a follower of Jesus. You can teach your boy to hunt, fish, throw a ball, fix cars, and make money. But if you never teach him to follow Jesus, you missed it. Not only is his anger turned away, he heals you of your anger. I gotta tell you, your sin is no match for the grace of God. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And when we get angry, we have to remember, watch, he was angry with me and his anger's turned away. He brought peace to me through the blood of his cross. And I'm gonna give you one more, finally, and I hope it touches your heart. When you forgive others, the giant of anger stops talking. When you forgive, you don't understand, pastor, he or she really pushes my buttons. Yeah, but they're still your buttons. Ephesians 4.32 says this. Everybody read it together. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted. Say it again. Forgiving one another. Say it. Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So I cannot hold against you any more than what God chose not to hold against me. The giant of anger will tell you the only way you're going to feel better is to make them feel worse. The giant of anger will tell you the only way to make you feel better is to make the per people that hurt you feel worse. Repaying evil for evil never works. I said repaying evil for evil never works. If you think it does, let us know how that works out for you. When you repay evil for evil, you just get more evil and then your house is on fire. Eliab's heart burned with anger. You've heard this. Hurt people, hurt people. How many have heard that? Hurt people, hurt people. I got a better one for you today. Forgiven people, forgive people. Forgiven people, forgive people. Because that's what forgiven people do. And the cross of Christ brought me peace with God. And that empowers me to make peace with others. Christians ought to be walking through the world on a different level. Demonstrating a different model. Showing people a different picture. Yeah, I got hurt. And yes, I got rejected. But I've been forgiven too much to hold a grudge against you. I've known God too long to stay jacked up about this. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Forgiveness will take the giant of anger down when you forgive the giant of anger stops talking. I want you to hear me, everybody, today. Eliab was rejected, and rejection birthed jealousy. He belittled his little brother. He had unfulfilled expectations. He had to live with past pain because he wasn't chosen, 
and his heart burned with anger. Let me share this with you. If you have bitterness in your heart and unforgiveness towards others, you're going to always be living at 210 degrees. I said you're always going to be living at 210 degrees. If you, if you hold, and don't play yet, I'm not ready for you to play. When you hold any bitterness towards anybody, and you hold unforgiveness towards anybody, you will always be living at 210 degrees. And, and, when, you, and when you come home uh, from work, and maybe somebody turned up the heat on you today, you come home and you boil all over on your wife, and you boil over on your kids, and it's not even their fault. You've just been walking around at 210 degrees, and a little stress and a little heat made you boil over. And I'm going to tell you, everybody, it's possible for even Christians to suffer with this giant of anger. So when I suffer with this giant of anger, what do I have to remember? I have to remember that God was angry with me, but by grace, he turned his anger away. (laughs) God was angry with me, but the blood of his cross turned his anger away from me. Shared with you before, but many of you are new. I'm gonna share. I didn't plan to share this this morning, but I shared in the earlier service um, a time in my own life when, when I was very, I became very angry. And I was a pastor for a lot of years. I've been pastoring since I was 26 years old. And we left, we were in Staten Island. I was pastoring a church. We went there with 110 members. And, and when we resigned, there was almost 3,000 people in attendance there. And God used us in a great way. Church grew and it was blessed. And some people, one day, you know, one day somebody walked into my office and everything changed. Um, how many, ever, anybody ever been in a, in a situation where the tone shifted? And uh, some people came against me and my wife and began to accuse us of some damnable things. When we went there, we had a, a personal credit card. The church was broke. I mean, the church was so poor they couldn't pay attention. Pay, anyway. You got it. Nobody else did. Uh, so we let the church use our personal credit card because they couldn't even get a cell phone on credit. And so it wasn't a very wise administrative issue to have a, a dual credit card, but... Um, dual use. So when the bill came, we paid what we charged, and the church paid what they charged. And, uh, and there were some people that accused us of, of uh, not paying our bill, basically, and letting the church pay for our charges. Those were what the accusations were against us. And we brought in a CPA, and we brought in the superintendent of the Assemblies of God, and they cleared us of any hint. It was a damnable lie. But I can't tell you the stress I can't tell you the, the, the sleepless nights. We went on a sabbatical. I, I, I had a meeting, a thousand members showed up, and, and everybody just loved us and supported us to death. It was just a few people. You ever know, sometimes it's not a lot. It's just a few people that can rock your world. And they rocked our world, and, and, and I was so exhausted. My wife, I mean, they would be in her office and uh, looking up American Express bills and who got the points and just had her in tears. Just, just, just coming at us like, like you wouldn't believe to where I couldn't take it no more and she couldn't take it no more. So we went on a sabbatical. They went on, we went on a sabbatical, three months. And we found out in the three months that we were gone, uh, these few people that for some reason didn't get the position that they wanted. I don't know why. They, they collected, I don't know, three years of American Express bills and were sending them and dropping them off on members' porches and and closed with lies, and look, we, we came back from our sabbatical and found that, and I did, we couldn't take it, I couldn't take it no more, and I just resigned, and I was so angry, I was so hurt, 
that uh, I wanted to hurt people. Anybody ever feel a right hook coming from way down low? And, I, and, and I've told my story before, but some of you haven't heard, and I'm going to tell you again. And I was one angry person. Preacher, anointed man of God, laying in bed at night, thinking about how to get even. And I, and I, I, I took it all kinds of levels. I didn't even want to hurt them. I wanted to hurt people that they love so that they would know how. I, I, had, I had horrible evil thoughts come into my mind. And, and I... I had unfulfilled expectations and I thought that any day, you know, the board would pull up in a van and ask me to come back and realize the truth that we were right and they were wrong and, and that didn't happen so then I was angry with them and I turned out I was angry with everybody and, and I didn't even want to be in the ministry anymore. This is a, I'd been in the ministry for years and I'd been all over the world and preached the gospel and seen the church grow into the thousands and people were calling me to preach and I said no and I took a job at a, at a, at a golf course a resort selling little building lots, and I sucked at that. Ooh, did I say suck? Um, I only sold one lot the whole time, and, and, and I was angry, and I, I was so angry, and I had evil thoughts, and uh, here I was, a preacher. I'm, what I'm telling you is that stuff can happen in your life that can get you really angry. Angry at people, angry at God. So how are you going to get out of it? We hope you enjoyed the Daily Word from the Fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ... Thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.